Once upon a time, many moons ago, two righteous dudes split a 12-pack and talked about stuff. These are their stories. gentlemen friends all over the world this is your reigning and defending 12-pack champion and president of the fuck party in these strange times seizing give in to shitty feelings all of us are guilty of it but at least you were not nadelko kabrinovich he was trying out to be a really cool assassin but he ended up blowing up the wrong car because he forgot about the 10 second timer on his bomb Worried about capture, he took a cyanide capsule, but he didn't check the expiration date and it was too old to work. As a last-ditch attempt to evade capture, he made a spectacular jump into a river to either escape or drown. The problem was, the river was only four inches deep. He was later captured and died of tuberculosis in prison. So you see, friends, when life has you down... At least you weren't this guy. Shirts off, gym shorts on. It's time to cannonball in the deep end and get weird with us. The podcasting tower of power. This is the 12-pack podcast with AJ and Jared. Hashtag fuck party 2021. Hashtag not a scam. Hashtag just one nipple. Hashtag you can't fuck them all in the ass. Hashtag don't fake the funk. And hashtag spitting costs extra. And just remember, it costs about tree fitting. About tree fitting. <laughs> so, dude, that that that's gotta suck to be that guy. Yeah. Like, what a shitty way to go. You do all that, fail at killing yourself, jump into a river. Fort is not deep at all. Don't die. Get captured, and then die in prison. Yep. Damn. Rough fucking life. I just envision like as that whole day unfolded for him. Like the Benny Hill music was playing in the background. <laughs> if it wasn't, like it really should have been. Yeah. So, it's another episode of the Twelve Pack Podcast. Welcome everybody to the show. Uh, I think this will be episode fifty-three, and I'll say that now, and it'll probably end up being fifty-four because I always forget to check beforehand. Uh, we got some news here. We got some questions and. We got some things that uh, we'll be talking about today. Um, but first, as per usual, Jared, how was your week? Yeah, it was very underwhelming. I don't like people. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. And uh, it was just, it was not noteworthy. Nothing really jumping out at you? No, no, we'll talk, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about a few things that, that. That'll come up as as I lured you into one of my rabbit holes. You did, and I'm going to be looking up more. So, you know, we're going to talk about that, and some some dudes are punching each other in the face tonight. So, we'll probably talk about that. <laughs> you know, cool stuff. Yeah, say, uh, my week was all over the place. Had some ups, had some had some downs. 
but that's life. That's that's the way she goes. Um, other than that, just a pretty routine week at work, pulling people out of stupid situations in the snow. Ah, uh, yes, because when the snow comes, people don't know how to drive. Yeah, see, we live in a place where it snows every year around this time, and February is usually the worst part of it, and yet here we are. Um, that being said, uh, you'll be listening to this on Monday when we're supposed to get potential like three, maybe four inches. And then later in the week, it's supposed to be another three inches. And then I think that so it was like Monday, Thursday. And we're talking about snow here, people. Or are we? Wink. I don't <laughs> uh-huh. know. Um, and then like maybe another two inches going into the weekend. So there's like a potential like, I think, six to ten. Nice. So hopefully uh, Monday goes really well for me and we can potentially not have to worry about that no more. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. We can just continue to have our hearts broken on internet euchre. That's what, that's what we can have. Look, I played, I played a game today just out of the blue. Yeah. I was waiting for you. Said, fuck it. I'll, I'll play a game. I'm bored. I went back to back loners. There you go. Got one. Lost. The, didn't get the second one. And then it was just boom, boom, boom. Hand, hand, hand. So it was, that was, that went well. Yeah. See now, had I been your partner, uh, we'd have been we would have, go, we would have gone up big and then lost. It, it would have been the like shittiest hands. Just ah, garbage. It would have been like barn to four, and we would have like lost every hand after that. Yeah, like yeah, internet euchre's not been <laughs> is not been kind to us, and it bothers not, me. Not deeply. even a, like the first time we played, the first the first time we ever booted up and played together. Yeah, like eight nine in a row. Yeah, we were we were humming. Every time since then, it's like one out of like every nine we win. Yeah. Last what last night we broke we went what three and three, three and, and that three. was a win yeah yeah and we just and that was a win said, for fuck us it, and went went to bed <laughs> yeah so it's just it's so frustrating I swear the game hates us I really do like if we I got mean, it's just it's just it's it's tough like like I was saying last night like I don't mind getting beat when my hand is like when I have a hand that I can help but I can't call yeah like that's fine. But like the the fucking dumpster fires that I get dealt or that we get dealt is just I don't I don't understand it. To two pair nines and tens and then a random fucking queen. What do you want me to do with that? I'm getting three nines and tens every fucking hand, and it's just like you can't fucking do anything with that. No. Even with Bowers, you're not doing shit with that. No. It's just it's the game is it's just mean. It's mean and I like it. Yeah. Between that and then, you know, getting lit up in Tarkov, although we did have a successful exfil. We did. Oh, and speaking of that exfil, you remember that mag I accidentally quick reloaded and dropped, but didn't yeah. have any room to fucking pick it up? Got it back in insurance today. There you go. <laughs> and then probably ran a scav raid and it booted me in with like six minutes left of the raid. 
and the only spot I had to exfil was about nine minutes away on the map. So, you know, nice. I didn't get out of there. Plus, I've been playing on customs to try to do that task, and I don't know customs as well as I know shoreline. Yeah. So, that's been tough. Um, and then I did a PMC, and I got, dude, I was fucking loaded up. I uh, killed three scams, got some good stuff, found some good stuff in some, uh, in some boxes, had some good gun loot to mod my guns, and I'm just booking it. Just booking it towards the only exit I have any idea where it's at because I saw Lupo do it once and I saw it on this map I found. And all of a sudden, I just hear gunfire. And I was like, what well, sounded kind of close? I don't know if that was at me. Headshot. <laughs> <laughs> and I got shot in the head and the ears. It was not a good time. That game is so frustratingly fun. Yeah, it's so aggravating. Like, it makes me want to punch everything, and then I go, well, I guess I'll run it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so, like, when you die in that game, it is so aggravating. But, man, when you make it out, it's that's one of the a sense of accomplishment. Feelings. Yeah. Like, when we, that shoreline run that we just had where yeah. we got out, and as we're hitting the Xville, then the gunshots happened. Yeah. Like, I watched the bullet whiz by you. Yeah. And, and you got out like two seconds before me, and I'm sitting there going, I swear to Jesus, if I get head eyes on my way out of here, I'm I'm, I'm done. Yeah, they, I would just break something. And then, well, what happened last night, because um, I ran one after we stopped playing and I stayed up for like another 30 minutes or so. I was like, fuck yeah. it, I'll run a scav real quick. I had, I was booking it down the this railway towards the, the extract. I had 15 seconds left in the raid. Oh, shit. I get to the Xville. It starts to count down. The raid ends. I get MIA. Don't get my shit. Oh, that sucks. I was thinking I'll run this one. Depending on how it goes, I might run another one. The second that happened, I didn't even exit the game. I just shut my whole computer off. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, time to go to bed. Yep, done. Not much left to do here. Nope. Nothing but anger and despair in these parts, boys. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of last night, so last night when you jumped on to play Euchre, you interrupted one of my uh one of my YouTube slash internet uh rabbit holes that I went down. And this is one that I've gone down before. I think we've talked about it briefly. Yeah, we've but briefly I was uh it. I was deep down the hole uh uh, learning about the Church of Scientology, yes, and just how fucking bananas it is. It's huge, and and I turned you onto a documentary that that you uh that you got through today, which if you haven't watched, it's called Going Clear. Uh, it's on I, it's on the H it's on the HBO, and there is a super super legal version on the internet. Yeah, it's very legal. Uh, there's nothing um, illegal about it, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to watch it again just to really kind of sink everything in a bit more in case I miss. Oh anything. yeah. that You have to watch it more than once, but because there's so much bananas shit that yeah. you can't, you can't catch it all in one go. And, and I was watching it as before, before you jump in, I was watching an interview with the Alex Gibney, the guy that made the movie. And he said that his first, he had so much material that his first cut of it was four hours. 
damn. I still would have And he that. tried to get HBO to make it like a mini series so that way he could do like three or four episodes. Yeah. And HBO said no. So really, that's weird. Yeah. I I hope that eventually he gets to put the rest of it out because there's I'm sure there's some more bananas shit in I'm there. I'm sure he's got some real juicy details. Especially after all the other shit that I've that I've uncovered in my readings and YouTube vid and YouTube viewing. Yeah, it's just like I remember my text to you. I was only an hour into it, and it's two hours long. I was like, "Man, I'm halfway through this, and all I gotta say is what the fuck." Yeah, like LRH is fuck. He like he himself was fucking insane. Yeah, like I understand he was like super talented as a writer and a science fiction author and all this other stuff. But he just took this shit to a whole new level. Yeah, well, and if and if you, because the the documentary is based on a book by uh, Lawrence Wright, which I have it somewhere here. It's not on my bookshelf, but I have it. And so if you want to read it, I'll have to loan it to you. But he goes he, one one of the things that that he theorizes is that like L. Ron Hubbard knew that he wasn't like. Like he knew that the elevator didn't go to the top. So him developing like Dianetics, which is the base for what would become Scientology. Mm -hmm. He Lawrence Wright thinks that he was like, the more you read into it, the more it seems like he was trying to fix himself as opposed to going to see a psychiatrist. Because in, in, according to the church of Scientology, like psychiatrists and psychology in general, they're not to be trusted. Yeah. They're the enemy. Yeah. Which, which, because there was a section in there that kind of said, like, if if you follow the way that Dianetics was written, it was almost like more of a self-help procedure. It was like yeah. he was doing everything to help himself, and it kind of just took off. Yeah, like the, like the basis, the, ba- the, the, the core basis in Dianetics is, if, if you look at it, it is a self-help book, and... And at that at that part of its core is actually a, a fairly effective way to try and better your communication and and shit like that. But then, like, it takes this spooky left turn <laughs> down like the Resident Evil creepy highway. Yeah. And uh, and then you end up with uh, you know a galactic conqueror who froze people and dropped them in volcanoes and then dropped, and then dropped uh, yeah and then dropped atomic bombs on the volcanoes and all these people turned into spirits and now these spirits are all over your body yeah so the phaetons yeah and you gotta you gotta go th- speak to an auditor and and use the e-meters to extract them from your to body try, yeah to try and get rid of them yeah yeah because according to that it was uh Every child who is born, the second they come into the world, the Thetans start inf- infecting the body. Yeah, and there can and you be can up have to a, thousands. And you of can them. have a you can have a bunch of Thetans, and the thought is is that these Thetans are the base for all your neuroses and uh, negative thoughts and blah 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 blah. Yeah. So it, the goal is to try and get rid of these Thetans. Yeah, it was just like a weird, and and it seems to me. Like, there's a couple things that really kind of stand out is, A, LRH is a really creepy-looking dude. Um, yeah. Like, 
everything about him was just like his backstory in the military was fucking weird. How he just started like yeah. blowing shit up for no reason. Yep. Um, started telling everybody that he was like injured and blown up in the in battle when the mm-hmm. most he really got was pink eye. Pink eye and arthritis. <laughs> yeah. And like I think that's part of the reason, like, if you pay attention to it, if if anybody watches it, you'll notice they're all in like military attire. Mm-hmm. One thing, like, one question I've had the whole time was the ribbons and everything they give. You know, those are certain, like, cert, like in military, they all have, like, uh, recognition, like, marksmanship, shit like that. I want to know what they mean. Well, if, because the people, specifically in military garb, are part of the Sea Org, which is, like, the clergy of the church. So a lot of times those medals and ribbons or whatnot are how far they've progressed in... Scientology, like, like as how far, far as up, like how far OT1s, up the OT2s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just funny to me that they're all doing this and they're all wearing fucking like military gear. They got, mm-hmm. it's all like naval stuff, which makes sense. Yeah. But that's, LRH's that's, ex- that's exclusively the Sea Org. That's the, that's the, the, that's the, the most devoted members of the church. Like not, not every member. Tom Cruise isn't walking around and no. Yeah. And Tom Cruise but the is the fucked face up of it. part. Is how they broke up his marriage to, to Nicole Kidman. That's super fucked up. Yeah. And if you dive deeper into that and how they got his children to basically alienate her, they they got their they got to their children and their children alienated her from from their lives too. Super sad. Super fucked up. Yeah. And the and the thing is, like when you're watching it, it seems like they were on like a weird path to becoming a religion in LRH was really fighting to get them their religious stand standing with the IRS and shit. But it seems like it took the really, really hard right and the weird dark turn when Elrond died. Yeah. And David Miscavige took over. Mm-hmm. That's when shit took this, that fucking resident evil turn on everything. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is they actually had exempt status, uh, from the IRS in the early 60s, but then the IRS took it away because they found out that uh, L. Ron Hubbard was using too much of the money for himself and yeah. not... Because as a religion, you have to give back to the community. You have to do show that you're doing community good with the money that you're taking in. I mean, obviously, you have some expenses to pay people to do things, but overall, that money isn't supposed to go to solely benefit you. So then they took it away, and then the, they didn't get it reinstated until, I, what was it, like 93? Maybe a little bit later. No, no I, it was I, like I 93, thought it was, I thought it was early 90s. Yeah. And then, you know, I didn't know John Travolta was in it, and I guess he'd been in it for years. Yeah, he's been in it from, from the jump. Like Saturday Night Fever levels, like that's when it started. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, well, yeah, it was, it was before that. It was when he got the, when he was on uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah, that's the, right. When he was on the TV show, yeah, he was he was in it then. And it's just like, uh, my brain just spaced there for a second. Maybe they're tapping into my brain because they can hear me talking about it. <laughs> um, 
But no, it's like, and then they started getting to like all, um, like the rehab thing, which was like basically like a fucking concentration camp. Yeah. How they yeah, were, the RPF. and they were separated for the, the cadet academy where they were like, basically like met, like discarding children because children were yeah. nothing but an unwanted burden. Well, no. Well, here's, here's the belief is that because your body gets your, these thetans come in, come into your body. Sure, like, sure, your child is your child now, but in a previous life, maybe that was your father or your mother. You're just basically, you're, you're, the way they believe is that you're a celestial being and you're just using different bodies along, along the way. That's why the Sea Org signs a billion year contract. Yeah, that, and which is hilarious to me. Yes. Like, I'm going to go deeper into this and I don't know if I'm ready for it. Oh, dude, it gets, the further you go, the weirder it gets. Yeah, like, like we were, trust me, like we were looking up race car beds and other weird beds before we started recording. Yes, we were. By the way, it took like a half hour. We're recording pretty late as it was, but I saw a tab up and there. I was like, so was this a YouTube video part of your research from last night? Yes, it was. It just seems like. I think Miscavige is like very intelligent. And so I think he's taking everything and now he's just power hungry and I need to learn more about it. Well, he was power hungry, but now he's got all the power. So like, like they, like no one's seen his wife for like a decade. Damn. They don't know what happened. No one knows what happened there. Apparently there've been like, like sightings here and there, but like his wife hasn't been seen in public and, Almost a decade. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Damn, dude, Scientology's so fucking weird, man. Mm-hmm. But I but I need to Dude, I'm more. telling you, this what this is what this is why cults are so fascinating to me. I'm so fascinated about how people can convince other people to believe things. That's why I don't subscribe to religion. But it's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that work? And then you lead me, then then that leads into cults like Scientology. And then again, another great miniseries on HBO is about uh, Heaven's Gate. The people that they all killed themselves when this comet came by because they believe that there's a spaceship behind the comet that was going to take them to heaven. Or oh, was that the Kool- to, that that was the Kool Aid people, wasn't it? No, the Kool-Aid people was Jonestown. That's totally right. different. Man, I you want to talk about cults. I'll talk about cults. <laughs> the way you're the way you're looking at me right now and holding your hands, it's like that um Charlie Day image from It's Always Sunny, where he's like pointing at the board with all this fucking. Yeah, oh yeah, the Pepe Silva episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Like I need I need more. Like so tomorrow at work I'm gonna rewatch and re-listen to Going Clear, because I need everything, and now, oh, I need more. And there's another book, uh, what is it? Oh, it's, I have it. Let's see. Yes, uh, it's called Miss Lovely, it's by Tony Ortega, who also runs a website called The Underground Bunker. Again, you want to read creepy shit on Scientology, go to The Underground Bunker. Very entertaining reads. Creepy but entertaining. And it's about this woman, Paulette Cooper. She, she was the first one to actively write about the church of Scientology. And she wrote a book 
Mm-hmm. It came out in like, I think 71. And Tony Ortega's book is about how after that, the church of Scientology basically did everything they could to discredit her. Like they tried framing her for a federal crime. Jeez. And she didn't get clear to that until the, until the FBI raided the church of Scientology and found all these plans and documents about how they were trying to frame this woman. Damn. Like they typed, they typed a fucking, I think it was, I think it was a letter threatening a bomb. They typed it on her type. They broke into her apartment, typed it on her typewriter, lifted her fingerprints off of her typewriter and then sent that in. And that's how, that's how the, that's how the government came after her. Damn. Shifty fuckers, man. Yeah. Cause I know like they were, they were fucking doing like espionage shit. Like the, with the, the whole Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman thing. Um, basically yeah, they like, bug Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Phone? Cause yeah. In, in the beginning, like Nicole was like pulling him away from everything. And Miskovich yeah. got super fucking jealous, like a petty ex-girlfriend, and said, no, 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 motherfucker, you're mine. Well, that that and her dad is a really renowned psychologist in Australia. Yeah, and so, you know, as you said, psychologists and psychiatrists, they're the enemy. Yes. Uh, and so it started little by little, like, going through the whole audit, the auditory process with Tom mm-hmm. Cruise again and getting him back into everything. And the fact that like he was so set on getting Tom to be the guy. He starts bugging their phone. He does everything. Do well, they bug Nicole's phone at the request of Tom Cruise. Sam must've missed that part. Yeah. They, cause Tom Cruise had mentioned that he wanted Nicole's phone bugged because he wanted to know what she was talking about to her father and other people. And, when that was brought to David Miscavige, they brought it up like jokingly, and Miscavige is like, "Oh no, fucking do it!" Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we're we're fucking doing that. Yeah, and like just creating this like social wedge between her own children and her to make her seem like suppressive and everything. Yeah, like I and I, then and and then afterwards, before he started dating Katie Holmes, he said he needed a girlfriend, and they so got him. They one. just found one. Yeah. And she like said something wrong. No, and... she the thing was is that she she was having a migraine when David Miscavige visited them while they were at Tom Cruise's home. Yeah. And she was having a hard time understanding him. For those of you that have ever dealt with migraines, they're, they're motherfuckers. So they affect everything. And then after Miscavige left, Tom Cruise got so mad that he's like banging the table and like pointing his finger in her face because he felt that she had offended the head of the church. Yeah. And, and then like then, and then like the next week she her she was gone. She gone. Like she was gone. She was like cleaning bathrooms with a toothbrush. People are just stepping yeah. over her. Yeah. And it's like, Holy shit. Like, and, and like the punishment in Scientology is fucking insane. Like she got, you know, the, the rehabilitation thing. Um, mm-hmm. I know in the beginning when Elrond first had that boat, like, Oh yeah. And he made people go overboard. Yeah. He just chucked him overboard. Like, holy yeah. shit. Just, all right, you're fucked up. Let's eat this motherfucker off this boat here. Yeah. It's just, 
I I just it's it's fucking crazy. Like and we're probably going to end up talking about this again because I'm going to do more digging. I, I am so stoked. I'll t- I'll talk about cults all day. Like this I will gonna... fill a whole podcast talking about cults. And I just uh dude, I need more. Yeah. I need I need so much more. Which kind of brings me like uh wanting to talk about it more in the future kind of brings me to the thing is like I want to start doing like maybe like the first half of our show if if there's enough time like material for it like where we dedicate the show to one topic. Okay. And then and then kind of go on from there like the second half like the second hour however long it takes to go through questions and like news and other silly shit. I love how we work out the show on the show. I feel like it's important for people to see, you know, behind the curtain, if you will. The, the creative process yeah, that goes right? into this. Because we don't think things beforehand. It just happens. And my brain. Well, work- sometimes we do. Yeah. But my brain's working right now. And if I don't talk about it now, you know, I'm going to me- I'm going to miss it tomorrow. That is that <laughs> is such a good point. <laughs> so such a good point. Like I made sure I wrote a couple things like the 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 one news thing I want to talk about. Like I wanted to bring that up, so I wrote it down and made note of it because I know how my big dumb brain works. You are forgetful. <laughs> I am a nice boy though. You are a nice boy. I'll I'll give you that. So before we spend like another hour talking about Scientology, which would very much be to Jared's delight. Um, yes, it would. <laughs> we'll we'll get there once I know more. Um, did you hear about the gorilla glue chick? I I brought it up when we were playing cards the other night because or that was what like two nights ago. I think something like because that. that was that was the first I had heard of it. Yeah, and I because I was flipping through my phone, and if you have like I know you've got the fancy iPhone, so this doesn't apply to you. But if if you're if you're a commoner like I am, and you have an iPhone or you have an Android, I have a Google Pixel. But like Google will bring up these news stories that are, that they think are relevant to you. And first of all, the picture of the chick creeped me out. It's she, her eyes. It's the it's eyes. Her eyes and her out. eyelashes. Yes. Like. Like they, they, her eyelashes go to her eyebrows yep. and I can't handle it. But anyway, and I was like, and I was just like, she put gorilla glue in her hair. And then, and then the next thing for me was, yeah, we're going to talk about that on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I'm staring at this fucking picture right now. <laughs> Like this, this is all I got. Like the eyes, the eyelashes. Yeah, it's the fucking eyelashes. I yeah. can't do it. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy to me. Oh, uh, <laughs> I feel like she's intent. Like her eyes are like normal open, but with the eyelashes, it looks like she's staring at. Yeah, me. and her like eyes are like a blue green. Like, like she belongs in labyrinth. Or she's like, I don't know if you've ever seen Pan's Labyrinth, but there's not. a character that has his eyes on his hands. Yeah, I know the character. Big, and they're big creepy eyes like that. So that's what I think she is. <laughs> and even though no one's gonna see this video till 2027, I'm making I'm doing the exact hand motion. <laughs> um <laughs> It's like you're trying to play peekaboo with me. 
So she got she got first noticed it was on I think like uh TikTok and even on Gorilla or not Gorilla Glue, obviously. Shut up, AJ. Um on uh Instagram and everything. So there was the story comes out where she's talking about why her hair's been the same and all this and blah blah blah. She goes on, she's like, I did my hair, you know, I usually use the got to be glue uh finishing spray or whatever. But I was out of it. I really needed to get my hair set down, blah, blah, blah. So I walk through my house and I find Gorilla Glue. Like spray adhesive for like furniture and doing tile work and shit like that. And she she coats her hair in Gorilla Glue. Yeah. And when you're watching the video, I mean, her hair looks great. It's, it's fucking perfect, smooth, not a loose hair in sight. It's because the motherfuckers can't stand up when they're super glued down. And she goes and, like, you hear her, like, tap her fingernails on her hair, and it sounds like plastic, and she's moving her hair as much as she can. Nothing's happening. And it had been like that for a month when she finally put something up on the internet. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know why she thought it was okay. Um, I guess she said I meant to do it and then I was going to come out and, um, like I was just going to go out for the night, come back and wash it out. Well, what she did was she like flattened it down with a comb, like the back edge of a comb. Mm Mm-hmm. And then used a blow dryer on it to dry it up. Like, that shit's going to fucking harden. Like, it's yeah. it's over. Um, So, she's, I guess there was videos of her trying to wash it out. Like, the shampoo. She, she went to the ER. And the ER and couldn't were, help her. Yeah, they were trying to, they were trying to run it out with, like, basically like nail polish remover and saline and like her like her her scalp was starting to burn yep and uh and so she quit that i think they eventually they cut her ponytail off because it was so heavy it was probably causing her neck problems yeah and it was bothering her so much they eventually cut that off before uh some plastic surgeon in california agreed to help her and brought her in and fixed it. It was like fixed it free of charge. Yeah. Cause I guess she had, she even tried using uh, acetone and goo gone. And so like, as somebody, I use acetone quite a bit for like my dying stuff for discs. That's just not yeah. fun when it gets on your skin for too long or inside cuts and shit. Um, and it's just, I, I, I'm still just blown like, and there was rumors and this is where I thought you would get in on this and, and, and eat it up. And I don't know if it's true and I don't know if she's going to go through with it, but there was talks that she was going to sue Gorilla Glue. No, well, well, here's the thing is that allegedly someone had come out and had said that she had said that there was something on the Gorilla Glue that was like safe to use 
on your skin, hair, blah, 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 blah. But then she ended up coming out and go, I didn't say that. And on, and I'm almost positive because I, I don't have gorilla glue in front of me, but on most other glues that I've seen, it says, do not, if do not use on your skin, blah, 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 blah. If you do contact, you know, Yeah, see, I have a, a small thing of Gorilla Glue here, mm-hmm. um, and the the half of the label is gone, so I can't read the back label. But even the front part says, "Bonds skin instantly." Yep. Yeah, that that's a no no. Um, and when I tell you it bonds skin instantly, boy, does it work. Um, I had a, I was, <laughs> I was basically permanently stuck in an NWO two suite for a while um, <laughs> until I can finally muster up the courage to rip my fingers apart. Um, but even on um, like gorilla glue even said something about it and says, uh, let's see here. Our spray adhesive states in the warning label. Do not swallow. Do not get in eyes or on skin or on clothing. Yep. So, cause I'm sure they've, any super glue company is probably like, whoa, 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 this shit's legit. And, uh, probably shouldn't do that. But yeah. I just, I'm, I'm just blown away at the fact that that even happened. Yeah. I was, I was like, I, I just, I couldn't believe like how, how do you think that Gorilla Glue is a substitute for hairspray? Like, I don't care what the hairspray says that it says that it's glue. It's hair glue. Yeah. It's not, like, it's not real glue. A kindergartner isn't going to put together his fucking cut and paste thing with it. Like. Eh, there's some special kids out there. I was one of them. I, I don't think I ever tried that, but I was weird. Were you a paste eater? No, I could never do it. Um, But I guess... um. A lot of people are saying that she may have mistakenly uh, seen Gorilla Glue uh, for a cult favorite styling gel called Mocha de Gorilla, a.k.a. Gorilla Snot. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Everybody says that she might have gotten it confused with that, which if that's the case, just look at the label first. Yeah. Like read for like two seconds. Or you know what? Just don't go out for the night. Your hair's a mess. And even if it's not a mess, just go out. Who gives a fuck it's hair? Just just go out. Your hair's a mess. Who cares? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Just, just fucking run it, man. Just <laughs> let's go. Let go. Um so those are the two things that I had mentioned to talk about. You said you had something else? Well, I was just going to talk about dudes punching each other in the face. I didn't know there was a fight this evening. Yeah, Kamaru Usman uh, is defending his welterweight title against Gilbert Burns. Uh, the rest of the card isn't anything to write home about. Uh, what really got me here was that if you look ahead to the first card of ne- the first pay per view of next month, it is how they say stacked. And it is the return of the style bender. Ooh. And he's fighting 
Jan Blackowitz, who is the light heavyweight champion, they're fighting for the light heavyweight title. And keep in mind, Stylebender is the middleweight champion at 185. So he's going so up 20 pounds for this. He's fight. going up 20. He's going up 20 pounds to fight this Polish monster. So is he doing this and eventually going to really try to get uh, John Jones's attention? You think that's what this? No, is John. For? John Jones is already bulked up to go. To, he's already bulked up for heavyweight. Has he? He ain't coming down. And Dana White's already said that the winner is Stipe and Ngannou. John John Jones fights next, which bothers me greatly, but. That's yeah, that he point. hasn't had any fights in the heavyweight division, and he's getting. I fight. would love to. See, I would love to see John Jones fight someone, but the problem is, is that the next two cards before this one, you have all your heavyweight contenders fighting. Uh, Curtis Blades is fighting Derek Lewis. Uh, Rosenstrike's fighting someone else. I can't remember right now, <laughs> off the top of my head. Yeah, that does kind of make but, it uh, tough when all your all your big guys are fighting. They're not going to take another fight that quick. Yeah. So, Stipe versus Ngannou, too, will be very interesting because I think Francis learned some lessons <laughs> yeah, after, Stipe, after Stipe took him out into the deep waters in the first round because uh, Francis even said he just did uh, – he was just on Joe Rogan's podcast a few days ago, and he even said, he's like, I was not ready for – <laughs> I was not ready for that. He's like, I had not, he's like, I had not fought past round three. He's like, and after the second round, I sat there going, Oh, this could go to round five. <laughs> this might be a problem. Yeah. So Ngannou's not built for that kind of fucking, but I think, but I think he's granted. He hasn't fought long since then. None of his fights have gone that long, but I think now that he knows what it takes to get there that he'll be better prepared to fight Stipe this time. Yeah. I still, I'm still, I'm still on the Stipe train. I will I'm forever not, be on the Stipe train. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to bet against that bad, bad, bad motherfucker. But, <laughs> and then the interesting thing, will, the interesting thing will be to see after that. Although I would, I would like to see John Jones fight. Francis Ngannou regardless. Yes. Because I I appreciate John Jones for what he's done in his fighting style. I would love to see Francis Ngannou knock him to Jupiter. <laughs> you think he's only getting to Jupiter? I don't know, but I would I would just love to see that. Just to see him be humbled like that. Just once. Would make just once. And I think, I think everybody needs it at least once. Yeah. And um, then also, too, Amanda Nunes fights on that card with Stylebender. She fights Megan Anderson, which I think is a super interesting fight. Um, is that because for one I think, of the belts? You know, it's, for, it's for the featherweight title, not both of them. So, I think, but I think that Megan Anderson is a good enough striker, and she's lanky enough to keep Amanda at bay. And I think striking wise, that's a very interesting fight. I because I don't think it'll go to the ground because they're they're two heavy handed broads. So yeah, I you know I think that's just gonna stay stay standing. And then what's the other one that I was interested in? Oh, Tiago Santos fights on that card, 
and he was he was the last one to give John Jones a run for his money. A lot of people thought Tiago Santos won that fight that he had with John Jones. It was one of Jones' last light heavyweight title defenses. Do you think he won the but fight? I too close to McCall. It's it to me. It's like to me. It's like the Canelo Triple G fights. I thought Santos won, but I could see how you can make the. I could see how you could successfully make the argument. Yeah, for John Jones winning. To me, John Jones, the last two fights he had at heavyweight, he was fighting like he had something to lose. He was too cautious. He wasn't the John Jones of old who just got in people's faces and wrecked them. Yeah. And I'm not sure if he fights that, if he fights that way at heavyweight, regardless of if he fights Stipe or Francis, I don't think he'll be successful, especially if he fights Francis. Yeah. Francis is a fucking world destroyer, man. Yeah. Because, and because John's only John's real big hope. If he fights Francis is to get Francis on the ground. Mm-hmm. If he if he fights Stipe, Stipe can Stipe will stand there and throw hands, or he'll wrestle you. He doesn't give a shit. So Stipe's just but, there to do Stipe things. Yeah, Stipe's he's like, hey man, I'm a firefighter, and I do this as a hobby. Basically, yeah, I rescue people and then I murder people. It's a weird yeah. business. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a strange dichotomy. <laughs> you know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Yeah, but I'm I'm interested to see what happens with with John Jones coming up, because um, I've I because I follow I follow the John Base Jones on the Instagrams, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I mean he always looks impressive, but this dude looks like he wasn't born on this planet. Like he looks like a fucking monster. I think he's like 250 right now. Damn. And he looks like a fucking monster. And and he was he'd been fighting at like two oh five. Two oh five, yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah, I think f- he's I think he's bulked up to two fifty and he looks terrifying. John Jones. Not not Julio Jones. I want John Jones. I want my son back. Apparently, he doesn't have an Instagram. He does. I follow him. It wasn't popping up. He's only lost once? Yep. Was that to Gustafson? No, he didn't lose. He didn't lose the search Johnny Bones. J O N N Y Bones. J O N N Y. Boop. Let's see here. I don't really see anything of his current. Oh, nope, there it is. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Cause he is he's always been fucking jacked and looking mean, but that that weight gain is Yeah. A little terrifying. Yeah. That's a scary dude. Yeah, and 
Could you just imagine him and fucking Engano just chucking beef at each just other? Just slapping beef? Yeah. Good God. Also, uh, the Connor fight. Uh, my spite pick uh, was the right pick. It was. Yeah. It was. Just and that, that makes that makes that that makes that that division super exciting because <clears throat> providing Khabib doesn't come back, <clears throat> which I don't think he is. He might come back for one fight, but I don't see it. Uh, that's a super exciting division because now Justin Gaethje was the next one in line for that title. Dustin Poirier now has a, now has a legitimate claim to it. Uh, Connor will always have a shot at the title because he's Connor. Connor. And then Michael Chandler had a really great uh, first fight in the UFC. He's he was the Bellator champion forever, mm-hmm. and you still got Tony Ferguson. So who that, who's that, currently got that belt? No, it's it's vacated because Khabib because Khabib retired with it. See, I thought there's been a I thought like Gaethje fought for it. No, no, he was that was that was going to be the fight next. Was that? But there's but there's no one that. Okay, yeah, see, because I thought I thought Gaethje had like a fight for the interim or whatever. No, no, was... no, he no he fought Khabib, and Khabib. <laughs> This is how bad of a dude Khabib is. So, Gaethje's parents were in the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. And Khabib could could have gone for a rear naked choke, but, or no, he could have gone for an arm bar, but he passed on the arm bar to choke him out because he didn't want to break his arm in front of his family. So he just wanted to fucking choke him out in front of his family. But, well, he didn't choke, you know, he choked him and Gage get, get tapped. But, yeah. He didn't but to have the thought, to have the thought in that fight. That you, to have, the, to, to to know that you have total control yeah. to the point where you can go, no, I'm not going to break your arm in front of your mom and dad. Let me just choke you out instead. Yeah. And to just, to to have that presence of mine to go, Nah, you know what? Instead of doing this, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And just do and, it because there's nobody that can stop you. Yeah. That was so, so bananas that I, when I read that, I was like, that dude is, <laughs> that's, that's a bad man. That is a bad, like, that is the definition of bad motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, so now now Nate Diaz is, is talking about coming back, or they're talking to Nate Diaz about another fight, and I Nate Diaz I think is trying to get in and fight Dustin Poirier because they have they fought twice and I think they're one and one, so that'd be a third fight. And plus Nate, anytime Nate Diaz comes back, the man the man may, the man draws a crowd. So he he definitely knows how to fucking pull attention and promo a fight. Yeah. Like. And, and and to have the balls to smack Khabib in front of uh, a whole bunch of Russians, Nate Nate Diaz is also the man. <laughs> uh, I do believe no there's, fear. there is ice in that man's veins. I did not no, know about that. No fear. Like did, was it like at one of the press conferences or something? Yeah. Yeah. There so there was there was Khabib and his team. And whatnot. So, like, say, like a dozen Russians around him. Yeah. And Nate Diaz was talking trash, and then he just walks by and just open hands him. 
<laughs> and they pull, then, you know, Nate's, they start pulling him away. But, man. The fact that he had the balls to fucking do it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, because, and I'm assuming Khabib won that fight. <laughs> they never fought. Oh, really? He, was, he wasn't, the thing was, like, he wasn't hyping a fight against Khabib. I think that he was, because that was that would have been, I think that was in hype for the second Connor fight. Or no, that was hyping the 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 Poirier fight that didn't happen. Oh, okay. Because he and Poirier were supposed to fight, I think, at UFC 230-something. And they were hyping that. And because Nate Diaz is Nate Diaz, <laughs> and the amount of fucks that he gives can be measured on one hand. <laughs> he just decided that he was going to slap the shit out of uh, Khabib. That's, he's lucky he didn't fucking get his, just get fucking murdered by a bunch of Russians. And I would, I would totally have expected like someone, like some, some suited tattooed up Russian dudes waiting outside of his hotel room. We must speak with you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just with a couple of AKs in hand, ready to rock. Yeah. Um, but anywho, that's your latest news on dudes punching dudes in the face. Sorry about that. I, oh God, I just spaced out so hard. Yeah, no, I saw that. There was like a brief moment of panic where I didn't know what was going on. And it was my own fault. Um, we're going to go take a potty break and uh, we'll be back with you after these commercial messages. Hey everyone, this is Alex the Captain from the College Sports Connection Podcast. Every single week with my partner, AJ the Guru, we talk about Mac football, basketball, baseball, lacrosse, swimming, track and field, and more. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at College Sport Pod, and you can find us on any of your favorite podcast listening apps, Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Again, that's the College Sports Connection podcast, where we bring the Mid-American Conference to you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Um... It's a good thing I'm bringing us back now because we've been gone a little bit longer than normal. Um, not that you guys would ever know. Uh, but we had to bring this in, otherwise the second half of the show wasn't going to get recorded. Uh, and we're back! <laughs> barely. Because yeah. Jared kept going down weird rabbit holes on Facebook videos. Yeah, I was watching this video. It was a compilation of Karens. <laughs> and they were the most bananas shit like, this lady's basically telling this dude that she owns his house when she doesn't, and that she has a right to be on his property to take pictures. And then this other old lady was sitting on this car so it wouldn't take the parking spot from her daughter when there were, like, four parking spots open. What? It just... Yeah. <laughs> just... Uh, it, the stupidity is too much... For my brain. <laughs> well, let's let's go down something that you and I know very well, and that's that? that's sodas. Oh, sodas! I do enjoy soda pops. We're gonna do an underrated, overrated on soda pop. All right. All right. This this website says that there's 25 sodas ranked from worst to best. Okay. So we're going to go along with their list as well, so you kind of judge what this website's saying. But the first one, RC Cola at 25. 
Oh, man. I haven't had an RC Cola in... I didn't even know it was still a thing. I haven't had an RC Cola in at least 20 years. The last time I had an RC Cola, it was an, uh, an RC Cola machine that was out front of the Kmart here in Alexis when Dad still worked at that one. Yeah, no, my... Uh... The, my my grandparents, one of my best friends growing up, used to live next door to my grandparents, and all his family drank was RC Cola. I don't remember it. I I remember it being okay. I don't remember it enough to have a strong opinion. Yeah. I uh, so I'm I'm gonna I I don't know, fucking flip a coin. Underrated. I'll agree with you because it's plus it's like dirt cheap. Number 24, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew's overrated to me. Yes, yeah, so I think like it's good. Yeah. I know I know Luigi Dad is not going to want to hear that. Well, but... Luigi Dad doesn't have a choice anymore cuz he's not allowed to have it. Well, but he drinks Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. Which but... which my family drinks, which is okay. It's just Yeah, say Mount, Mountain Dew. It's I think good. Mountain Dew itself is overrated. Yeah. If we want to dive into some of the other subsets, like code red, code red, underrated, underrated, very underrated. Um, Livewire I thought was extremely underrated. Was that the orange? That one? was the orange one. That one was pretty good. Have you tried the new one? Uh, the watermelon one. A, yeah, the one where they spent millions of dollars to have a floating bottle in their commercial. Sure. John Cena was holding the bottle. That's the joke. Um, oh, I didn't. I haven't seen a commercial oh, okay. for it. Yeah, there was a commercial, I guess. Uh, but no, I haven't had it. I haven't either. I was just curious. I see it all the time at the gas station when I go get my stuff in the mornings. But I'm like, eh. Yeah. Um, Mountain Dew Pitch Black was a very limited run. I thought that was super. <laughs> Thank. That was the purple one, right? Yeah, and I wanted them to keep that one so bad. Because that I one, that, that one was, was pretty good. That reminds me of. When uh, Tiger Woods had his incident and Gatorade quit making Tigerade, dude, Tiger Purple, yeah, I, that I, hit different. I lived off that shit. Yeah, like, we I, we both did for a long time. We might as well they were on ha- sale for like a dollar all the time. And I was working at Myers, so yeah. I always had it. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah, and then you know Tiger had to do his thing, and but yeah, yeah. um. Mountain Dew itself, the regular Mountain Dew, overrated. Like every yeah. subset of Mountain Dew, underrated. <laughs> yeah, to the jury's out on watermelon. Uh, I will say the, the I think it's like high voltage, the white one. Not a fan. I don't think I had that one. Yeah, so well, maybe I'll buy one of the watermelon ones, and next Saturday I'll give you guys a review. Yeah, um, Baja Blast. Oh, so oh, I can't believe I almost forgot about that. So underrated. Oh, I love Baja Blast so much. I love See, Baja Blast almost as much as I love Code Red. Like Baja Blast, I don't have a strong opinion on it. It's okay for me. It's okay every once in a while, but oh, I love it. Uh, one I've never had here at twenty three, so I really don't have a, a strong opinion on it. Fresca. Oh, Fresca is criminally underrated. Yeah, the never, greatest citrus soda ever invented. Never had it. Oh, oh. 
Christmas. I love Fresca, especially if you mix it with gin. It's delicious. <laughs> or is, vodka, either one, delicious. Is that but the only reason own, you like it? Huh? Is that the only reason you like it because of booze? No, I grew up on Fresca. When mom and I lived in Massachusetts, that was our soda of choice. Fresca is so good. <laughs> oh. And- I have Fresca in my fridge right now. <laughs> I'm going to have to try it. And I will fist fight anyone who says Fresca's overrated. (laughs) A&W root beer. I'm going to say overrated because people think it's the king of root beers and I would beg to disagree. See, that's that's where I was at because I don't think it's the best root beer, but... It's the one that gets a lot of recognition, and I don't think it deserves it. Yes, because it's the most popular. I mean, it's a good root beer. Yeah, it's delicious. Don't get me wrong. But But to me, it's it's not the best one. We all know the best root beer beer comes in glass bottles. Yes. It is. To me, it has a... Looking at you, IBC. I was going to say, it has a three-letter name, and it is Chef's Kiss. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it got AJ pulled over once. Well, I'm sorry. It got him removed from the car. He got himself pulled over. Yeah, you got me pulled out of the car. Yeah, that's what, what happened. So for for those that don't have never heard the story, uh, one night, um, I don't even. Remember, I think it was after it was after a dance or something at school, and I was really salty about something. Um, oh, that's right. I was really salty because the girl I went to the dance with made me drop her off at her ex boyfriend's house. Um, but. So I'm just driving around. Oh, yeah, because then you came and picked me up because I never went to those things. Yeah. And so I, I went for a drive because that's what I did then. And when I was because I was angsty and edgy and going for drives was cool. <laughs> but now going for drives is still cool. It's just, I'm not angsty or edgy about it. <laughs> um, but so I'm just going and I don't think about it. I'm in a right turn only lane. I make a right hand turn and then all of a sudden, whoop. Uh, there's police lights behind me. Uh, the cop looks at me and, you know, he asked me a bunch of questions, what I was doing out and shit. And then he looks in the back and asked me to step out the car. I'm freaking the fuck out. I've, I, you know, everything I've known at that point in high school is once you get pulled out of the car, you're going to fucking jail, buddy. Uh, so and then he calls another, uh, and there's another trooper that comes out. I'm talking to him, I'm fucking shitting my pants right there on the side of fucking Haroon Road. And the one cop comes back laughing his ass off. Because what they thought was a beer bottle, and that I was some drunk kid driving around, was Jared's root beer bottle from the night before. <laughs> yep. And let me tell you. Jared got called all sorts of nice things that night. Yeah, because it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I'm sitting at home playing video games, no big deal, and you called me, which was strange, first of all, and I was like, oh, you must need something, and I answer the phone, and I go, and I hear, you son of a bitch, and then he proceeded to call me everything but my name, <laughs> Yeah, and I was confused, but laughing, because I'm sure that the story was funny. And it was. It was. It really was. Um, back to our soda list. <laughs> um, Pepsi Twist. 
Pepsi Twist. Was that the one that had lemon? Uh, it was lime. Lime? Oh, no, it was uh, it was lemon. And, and I guess lime in other countries. Yeah, well, they did a lime one, too, because they ripped off Coke because Coke did it first, yeah. as Coke does with most good things. Um, I'm, gonna I'm say, not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan of Pepsi. Yeah, I'm gonna, so, I was gonna say overrated just because of Pepsi. Yeah. The only thing that Pepsi, the only thing that that Pepsi does that gives me something is uh, their wild cherry Pepsi. Mm, man, that's pr- pretty tough to beat. <laughs> um, Pib Extra. I was never a fan of Pib. No, say my my heart and soul belongs to the other one in that category. No, they're both junk, but that's fine. Oh, you're wrong. Um number nineteen is crush grape soda. Mm. I wouldn't I'm gonna say I'm gonna say underrated. I think crush in general is underrated. Because Fanta exists. Yeah. And I believe that Fanta is the superior flavored soda in that realm. Mm -hmm. Unless we start getting to regionality, in which case Fago is the supreme flavored soda in general. Yes. Um, But I think Crush or I think Orange and Grape, I think they're both underrated. Uh, I always enjoyed the grape. I'm a big fan of grape flavored things. Um, So I'll, I'll join you in that. Schweppes ginger ale. Not the best ginger ale. No, Verner's is better, but I'm not a fan of ginger ale. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna say it's overrated. I will as well. Mug root beer. Overrated. I think if you look in the pantheon of root beers, it is the uh redheaded stepchild. Yeah. It's, I'm with you. It's good, but still not the best. Mm. It, it's decent. I'd still take, okay. a, I'd take A&W over that. Like if I, if I'm craving a root beer and it's there, I'll drink it. If that's the only thing that's there. Yeah. If that's the only root beer I have access yeah. to. Um, I'm going to say overrated at, uh, right now before I even call the name Pepsi. Overrated. So overrated. Um, what I've never heard of cheer wine. Never heard of it. Yeah. So I'm just going to, Oh, it's, I guess it's regional. It's in the Carolinas. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's overrated because I, I can't have it. Um, very underrated. Not a people love this soda and a lot of people that love it. Get criticized, criticized for it for some reason on the internet lately in memes. Uh, Dr. Pepper. Overrated. Ah, it's very underrated. I love Dr. Pepper. It's just super overrated. Uh, Dr. Pepper cream soda. Just found out about it uh, when I went to visit Aaron last year. Um, you didn't know that existed? No, I never saw it until I went down there and saw Aaron, found out about it, and then I saw it up here all the time. So, Dr. Pepper cream soda. Delicious. Well, gross. Uh, Orange Fanta. Mm. Orange Fanta's good. I'm going to say overrated because I don't believe that it is the king of orange sodas. I've, I'm going to say it's overrated too, but 
it could have been any orange soda. I'm not a fan of orange soda. Like, it could have been any orange soda there, and I would have said overrated. Mm. It's a shame. Say, my name's not Kel. I, I picked that up. Um, oh, we, we mentioned this one. Um, in, in terms of uh, ginger ale, this one's Werner's. King of ginger ale. Yes. Underrated. Very. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of ginger ale. I'll drink it. It's not bad. Gin, ginger ale and Jameson. I will try it because I Do love it. Jameson. It's delicious. Uh, number 11, Cherry Coke. I think I think Cherry I Coke is, is too che- heavy on the cherry. I think Cherry Coke is overrated. Yep. Because this is the only time I'll ever give the edge to Pepsi. I think Pepsi Wild Cherry is better. Yeah, I, I just I think the cherry is too overpowering in it. But a subset cherry vanilla coke. Cherry vanilla dude. Bruh. Yeah. It's 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 so good. And then let's go even further. Orange vanilla coke. Man, let's not talk about how much fucking orange vanilla coke ruined my fucking summer that year. <laughs> so good. Um, that's very underrated. Not enough people like that. Um, Barks root beer. Overrated, but probably if it's not number two, it's definitely top three root beers. For me, I I'd agree with you because whenever I go to the gas station, you know, there's Mug, there's A and W, and then there's Barks. I always grab Barks. Yeah, I remember getting it a lot as a kid. I think it was one of my grandfather's favorites because I remember having the only the, the other root beer. The other root beer that would fill that out is Frost Top. I don't think I've ever had Frost Top. Maybe I have. You should be able to find it at your local Circular K. Hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's. It's it's in the cooler with all the other weird sodas. Oh, okay. <laughs> um Here's it's a brand that I don't really see a lot anymore. Um occasionally Kroger has them in there. Uh but it is Jones. Uh this one specifically is Jones cream soda. I've never been a f- I've tried many Jones sodas. I think I've actually tried cream soda. They to me it's too much hype. Because especially like when we were in high school, like Jones sodas were a popular thing. thing. Yeah. And I never understood it because I never liked them. I really enjoyed the root beer. Um, They had a green apple one that was pretty good. Um, I always enjoyed that. So I think the green apple one was underrated. But overall, I think the cream soda and the root beers were a bit overrated. Vanilla Coke. I'm not a fan of vanilla beverages unless they're mixed with something else. Like just vanilla Coke doesn't do it for me. I love So it. I'm going to say overrated. I'm going to say it's underrated. I love vanilla Coke. When it yeah. first came out, that was the shit to me. I understand that. Not for me. I need, I need another flavor in there. Uh, this is one that I've never had. Yoritos uh, Pineapple. I have no idea what that is. Uh, apparently is is from Mexico. 
Um, that's why I pronounced it with a soft J instead of a hard J. Um, but I guess it's it's on like a lot of taco trucks and like Mexican restaurants. I'll give Mexico the benefit of the doubt and say it's underrated. Yeah, I will agree. Sprite. Not enough people get. I don't think enough people give credit the the, the Sprite the credit it deserves. Sprite is my second favorite citrus soda behind Fresca, uh, because Fresca has that that grapefruit tang that's just so goddamn delicious. <laughs> like seriously, if you've never had a Fresca, you it's tough to find bottles in your local gas station, but they're available in most grocery stores. Pick yourself up a two liter. If you don't like it, call me. I will come and get it from you. <laughs> or um, pick up a 12 pack of cans. Drink one. You don't like it. You're wrong, but I will come and get the other 11 from you. You really do. But the people Sprite, service. Sprite underrated. It's an ice cold Sprite by cool. itself. Yes. Just it's it, it just hits different. Sprite's one of those I can't drink every day, but every once in a while, uh, especially now that there's cherry sprite. Cherry sprite. Criminally oh. uh, yeah, that's what I was going next. Is that is another one is very underrated. Mm-hmm. And have you had the sprite with lemonade? No. I've seen it, Don't but I never sleep tried on it. that. Don't sleep on it. It's pretty goddamn delicious. I'll try it. Um I think I've seen these at the grocery store, but I've never tried it. Uh, it's Tahiti Treat Fruit Punch. Yeah. Mm, no. <laughs> not when not when Hawaiian Punch exists. Yeah, I've never I've never had it. I've seen it on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah, not when Hawaiian Fruit Punch exists. It's overrated. Uh, another root beer here. I've never had this one, so I've, my opinion is is really out the window. Uh, Dad's root beer. Uh, Dad's is okay. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of it. It's a pretty good root beer. I'll say it's underrated. I'll throw him a bone. Yes, yeah, I have no clue. And say, so, like I said, they we're going from worst to best on this list as well. This is number four. Mm, I wouldn't. Towards mm, the best. No, it's not even my fourth favorite root beer. <laughs> number three, Orange Crush. I think underrated. of. I'm not a fan of orange sodas, but this is this is one I do like. Yeah. As far as orange sodas go. Yeah. It's my second favorite orange soda. Behind? Fago. Oh, yeah. Fago's the best. Uh, seven Up at number two. Mm, I think uh, Seven Up's overrated. I don't... Now, Seven Up was the first to get in the cherry game. And Cherry Seven Up? Hard to beat. Gives, yeah. gives Cherry Sprite a run for its money. Yes, yeah, I've I've never really been a Seven Up fan at all. Regular regular Seven Up, no. Uh, it's probably. I mean, if if you're going between the big three of citrus sodas, Sprite, Sierra Mist, and Seven Up, it's definitely number two because Sierra Mist is just fucking piss. But uh, <laughs> and so I think it's overrated. And number one, 
Coke. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think Coke is actually rated right where it should be. I don't think it's underrated or yeah. overrated. Um, yeah. I'm not, a, I, regular, uh, regular sodas are a little harsh for me. Yeah. But, uh. Diet Coke. Just, just because I've been, I think, I think it's more because I've been drinking diet sodas my whole life that regular, I mean, it's good. I like, I like a regular Coke, but when you're drinking it, like, you know, the difference. Yeah. That's, and that's why diet Coke is like you and I, and more so you than me anymore these days, but it's like your lifeblood. Yeah. Some people drink coffee. Some people drink tea. Some people drink energy drinks. I drink Diet Coke. <laughs> and uh, that was the end of that list. Now, I understand. They had a couple regional ones on there, but one regional brand that they missed out on, one that you and I love, we brought it up, Fago. Fago Red Pop. is Fago Red Pop is the king of all Fago. Yes. The, the Fago root beer, delicious. Don't get me wrong. Very it's, delicious. It's a very close second in my books as far as my Fago tears. Fago, Fago Moon Mist, their, yeah, their quote-unquote Mountain Dew. Yeah, that was good. That's used, very good. That's not, a, not Can't sleep on that. I'm not a big fan of their regular cola me neither. or their diet. Their cream soda, delicious. Cream soda's good. Yeah, I see... Like, they're regular in their diet, I'm not huge fans of, but, like, every other variation, mm-hmm. I get down on. Yeah, Dufago's is so good. And another so one, good. another one, and dad is, my dad is going to shit a chicken when I say this, <laughs> but another one to not sleep on is Kroger brand Big K Diet Soda. Oh, Big K Diet Soda. Man. That was... Every Kroger trip, we got the giant fucking suitcase, basically. Yeah, because it was like $3. Yeah, and we just pound through it. Man, dude, Big K, that that diet soda was so good. Yeah. Man, people were sleeping on that. That that yeah. was... Dad man. would come down, you got any pop down here? I got some Big K. Well, I'm not going to drink that shit. It's because your father didn't know taste. Yeah. I mean, the man puts fucking sliced cheese on frozen pizzas. You expect him to have good taste when it comes to Big K. I know, I know. But, you know, he's a nice guy. <laughs> he means well. He's a nice guy. <clears throat> um, oh, what other soda was I going to bring up that didn't make that list? Shit. <laughs> I don't remember now. I don't know either. Nope, it's gone. He gone. Um, it's gone. Uh, yeah. No, I can't. I can't think of what other soda I was going to talk about. But say, as far as you know, root beers. If if somebody tells me that IBC isn't the best root beer, yeah, we, you're wrong. Yeah, we need to talk. Yeah, you're wrong. Um. Also. In regards to the last episode where we told people that custard donuts were better than cream donuts and then we told everybody else to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Um, Kevin texted me that we need to go fuck ourselves because apparently he likes cream donuts over custard filled. Well, Kevin's wrong. Yeah. And it's it's, it's okay to be wrong, Kevin. Yeah. We, we still love you. Mm-hmm. You just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm going to need you to get your shit together. 
Yeah, if the cream felt like that's nothing, like it's just it's like biting into air. It's it's whipped cream inside a donut, and that's it's, it's gross. It's no, it's not. Yeah, it's Stop just it. it's not. By the way, I love that Kevin's listening to the show now. Yeah, I enjoy Kevin. He makes me laugh. He he didn't give us. He gave us half a chance in the beginning and, and, and gave us a second chance, and now he's he's all about it. That's good. But he's wrong about those donuts. Yeah, see, the, the, the fact that I love that he listens doesn't change the fact that he's still wrong. Uh, itchy mustache. Um, I've stirred up, well, I've been cleaning out the back room and moving shit around, and I stirred up a lot of the cat's hair. And it's, mm-hmm. I've been an itchy fucking mess again. You'd think I was fucking Tyrone Biggums with the amount of scratching I've been doing. You'd think it was. Oh man, I forgot something existed. Giveaway. Would you look at more sodas? Surge. Oh man, Surge was underrated. That and uh, I think I it fr- was, that comeback was was short lived. Yeah, like. I th- Surge was a product of its time, and now that you have energy drinks and shit like that, it's kind like of it's, obsolete. It's tough for Surge to survive. Yeah. Um, Mellow Yellow eh, was never a fan. No, I think that was overrated. Oh man, they really they have like every variation of Mountain Dew and Fanta on here too. <laughs> so much to read through that we've I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of other like weird sodas I would have tried as a kid. Or like that would have been brands that people would recognize. Sunkissed? That wasn't bad. Orange soda? That wasn't bad. Oh, Welch's grape soda? I think it's one one of the better grape sodas out there, but then again, it is Welch's. They should they should have a, a decent product there. IBC root beer is only thirty nine on this list. Well, let's call them up. Who wrote that list? Tell them they're fucking wrong. I don't know. Cherry Seven Up. What what was your opinion on cherry vanilla Dr Pepper? I never tried it. Mm. Well, it existed. Sierra Mist is ahead of fucking IBC root beer. Sierra Mist Suck is, my nuts. Sierra Mist is fucking dog water. Get that the fuck Sierra out of Mist this. is gross. Yeah, Sierra Mist doesn't even have a taste. Oh. Oh, I forgot all about this. Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Cherry vanilla blue sky that we used to get from fucking Claudia's. Oh, yeah. Man, that was like cocaine to us when it, it, fucking Andy worked there. It's where we got it all the time. Yeah. Every every road trip up north or up north to Ann Arbor, we stopped there first to get a couple on the way. Yeah. Man. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's number five on this list. Damn. What's the list? Like best or like unknown? No, it's the best. Damn. They've got a whole bunch of weird sodas on here too. I'm going to have to look up Blue oh. Sky and see if I can oh, find Oh, sorry. Water. Most popular sodas ranked by how toxic they are. So apparently chair, apparently, uh, Blue Sky soda is not good for you. And it was sold at a 
organic food store. Yeah. Well, it's organic, all right, but... Oh, man, that shit was so good. Oh, man. I'm looking it up right now. I need to buy it. Yeah, no, whenever we go to Ann Arbor, we go to visit Dan. Yeah. Fucking buy a six-pack of that before we left. Oh, that was good shit. I forgot all about that. A four-pack would cost me 30... Oh, it's a 24-pack. Never mind. Okay. There's multiple sizes here. I was very like the way Amazon has it listed here makes no sense to me. A twenty four pack of it, I can get it by February eighteenth to the twenty third for thirty one fifty. Through Amazon. I'm just gonna go to their website and see what stores have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that was so good. Sioux City Sarsaparilla that made this list. Pardon me, sir. Did I you have some sarsaparilla? I remember we bought that um, just so we could keep making that joke. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> no, that's not bad. Any other pops on there you want to bring up before we move on? No, no. I'm glad. Oh, Vault. You remember that? Vault. Vault. It was like it was like the first. It was like Coke's oh. first shot at trying to be Mountain Dew. Yeah, and it was like in a. It was more of a. They were trying to be like an energy drink type deal, but not yeah. being an energy yeah, drink. Yeah, I, I drank like seven of them and talked to you on the phone for like a half hour. Yeah, and I wanted to like fucking punch you because you didn't shut up the entire conversation. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, the entire time, just you just never stopped talking. <laughs> you wanna hit up Kyle's corner and. Yeah, let's let's go let's go visit Kyle's corner. Boop. Oh, another app is controlling my sound right now, and I can't. You won't let me play the song now. That is bullshit. That is why it's because I forgot to switch this over. Let's play the music. Welcome to Kyle's Corner. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. I got so used to it going to Peapods yeah. that I was expecting the beginning of that. <laughs> nope, I figured out my problem. Um, yeah, I forgot that. Well, when, one of them. Yeah, right. Because I, I have to switch all audio to go through this program that allows me to split the audio and get the recordings and everything. Well, I still had my main computer audio set to my headset, which is being used by this program, and I just had a little oopsie. So I have one question from Kyle. Just one. Listening. If you wash your dog with cruelty-free shampoo, but your dog hates baths, is the shampoo still cruelty free? Well, I mean, cruelty free meaning it wasn't tested on animals. But I mean, the dog does hate baths. Is that cruelty? 
No, because you're not torturing the dog. I mean, you, I don't know what Kyle does. Well, if Kyle, if Kyle, if Kyle bathing his dogs can be classified as torture, Kyle needs to reevaluate how <laughs> he bathes his dogs. Yeah. So I, I would say no. I think you're safe on the animal cruelty front. I also love how you're using your back scratcher to scratch your beard. Yeah, I'm lazy. And this thing, it like, I can scratch my fingers all I want. This thing, like, really gets in there, man. And I got, like, my beard is hitting, like, phase two on the itchy growth. Because it's hitting, like, another, like, length down in here. And it's just killing me, man. <laughs> anyway. Do you got questions from Lisa before I be, I sound weirder yeah. about scratching my face? Yeah. What do you think aliens will actually look like or be like? Hmm. I hope they're uh, they're Turians. Personally, that's Ooh, little 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 Mass Effect. That would fit because that's who we fought in the first contact war. See, you get me. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it doesn't come let me, to that. Let me push my glasses yeah. up. But say I, I knew you'd follow my path there. Yeah, I want the Turians, yeah. man. That and and maybe I'll find. No, if we're gonna stay in Mass Effect here, if I want any alien race, it's to visit gonna be me, the Asari. I want the Asari to visit me. You're just gonna bang a bunch of blue chicks. Yep. That technically, technically, they're not chicks. Let's throw that out there. They are asexual. Not. Yeah, they'd be asexual. I think that's the right word. I don't know. They have no gender. They yeah, they have no gender. Yeah. They are just a being and they fuck. Mm-hmm. But they all look oddly female and they all fuck. Correct. Should toilet paper hang over or under? Over. Over. Anyone who hangs it under is a monster. That you're you're just some kind of fucking heathen. You're doing toilet paper wrong. And that's hard. It's you got two choices. You have a 50 50 and you fucked it up. Yep. So you might as well try and jump in the river with uh, old Mr. Assassin there. <laughs> this is a very loaded question. And I don't think Lisa realizes she's opening the she's cracking the lid on Pandora's box here. Uh, what do you think about when you're by yourself? Lisa. We've we've had this talk. I have some weird thoughts, but I know I will never hit the level of weird that Jared has. And it's nice because like as like a team dynamic, I don't have to have those thoughts. Cause any thought that I could have that would be remotely weird. I know Jared's probably already got it under control for me. It's probably written down in a notebook somewhere. Um as, as we talked about before, there's probably going to be a what's Jared thinking about segment. So, yep. you know what? What's Jared thinking about? Is it, You got anything for us? Hang on. I was going to pull up a text that I sent you. Because because this is this is how we document it. Because I just send things to AJ. Because yeah. that's how I spend my day. Uh... Sorry. Is it about the red-haired chick one? Chick one? Uh, I was thinking about going with that one, although I think that one's kind of a layup. Are you going to talk about the cock tease one? 
So what cocktails one did I send? So you? this would happen on Monday, and I'm just sitting there, you know. I was I I had some things going oh, on Monday. Oh yeah, okay. And I um, get. I get this this entire thought process from start to finish, and I never answered a because I was busy, and b because I had no idea the fuck to even say to this. You ever wonder what a cock tease teases a cock about? Like, do they tease it about being short, or liking anime, or playing D and D, or being afraid of the dark, or liking the Neapolitan ice cream, or liking red pop, or stuff like that? <laughs> and that was the end of the thought. <laughs> So, Lisa, to answer your question, what do I think about when I'm by myself? Really weird shit. And let's and let's uh, go back a little bit further here. Okay. Well, it's it's the Super Bowl. Um, I get you ever like, or do you ever sometimes just cup your own balls, like actually put them in a cup? Followed a half hour later by. Do you think Tom Brady finger bangs his wife with all his rings on? <laughs> to which I replied, well, I would. And then Jared replies that with, hell, I'd put one on my dick. Followed by, you know, sometimes I text you things and I read them back and wonder what the fuck my issue is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I think when I'm by myself. Is, just, uh, and, and I'll tell you what, I feel so bad for you guys that listen to the show and don't get these text messages. They yeah. These gems are some of the highlights of my fucking day. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, where am I at? Do you judge a book by its cover? I used to. Used to do that a lot. But I have learned to push that aside and really listen to people because you learn a lot about the world when you talk to different people because everybody has a different experience. And just because of one instance or they may look like an asshole doesn't make them an asshole. So I don't judge a book by its cover, but the cover definitely piques my interest. Back to what I think about when I'm by myself. This kind of wraps it all together. This is a text I sent to AJ on Wednesday at 11.37 p.m. <laughs> Don't ask me why. So I think I finally figured out why chicks with red hair do it for me. My hypothesis is that because most of the time they're gingers or pale like gingers, and we all know gingers have no soul, which is also like me, so it all comes full circle. <laughs> Yeah. So, and yeah. I, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, I, I don't do it as much. I think everybody does it at a certain level. It, it, I think that goes a lot with dating because there has to be some sort of physical attraction as well. Correct. But you got, you can't judge the whole book by the cover. Nope. Uh, are you confrontational? Not at all. It takes a lot for me to get confrontational. I, at least I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong, but I always feel like I've been the peacekeeper and the calm one in the friendship group that we have. Um, Kevin always seems like he's ready to fight somebody. 
you always seem like you're ready to fight somebody. And then I'm like, hey, friendship's cool, right? Finger guns. (laughs) And I think for me to get confrontational, you really have to fuck up. I am confrontational, but I've learned to think before. I mean, I'm still confrontational, but sometimes, not all the time, sometimes I think before I go diving into what I think might be an argument or something that makes me mad, as is highlighted by another text I sent AJ. <laughs> we might as well just uh, have, what's, what, what did AJ and Jared say to each other this week? Friday at 1035. Uh, he sent me a screenshot that had particularly poor grammar on it. And I ignored it because that wasn't the point of it. But, and the conversation had ended for a while, but it just kept bothering me. There was like, there was only one part of it and it took, it was like a half hour later when I get back. So I was going to ignore this, but I need to bring this back up. Yes, I, I was, I was very, I was very disgruntled and it legitimately bothered me. I'm not saying that, I'm I'm not saying that it bothered me and I like, I was, I had stuff, I had other things going on, but I could not stop thinking about how there was one word in this sentence that bothered me and the word in the sentence was pass, but I, I was thinking about like you could use beyond or aside something else. I needed another word, not past. And I just, I needed to get that off my chest. And I feel like you needed to do it again. And I think you feel better about it now. I do feel better about it because it bothers me. It's just like, I understand texting, you know, is kind of haphazard and you don't need to use grammar or sometimes you don't need to use spelling, but when it's something that obvious, it's just like when people send me the single letter K, I fucking hate it. I used to do it on purpose. It bothers the shit out of me. My dad does it on purpose because he knows somewhere I'm reading that and having an aneurysm. (laughs) And deep down that brings him joy. Yeah. I can't do it. It bothers the shit out of me when it just, I can't, I, I, I'm getting worked up about it now. <laughs> uh, and it's hilarious to me because I can see the anger just brewing. Yeah. It's just, it's just frustrating. <laughs> I not, don't like it. I don't like having a beard. I don't like having a beard. It hurts. Lisa got anything else for us? No, that was it. The she had a couple repeats on here that I skipped over. Oh, okay. Apologies, Lisa, but I know we've definitely answered them. So very well. I skipped. I skipped over them. Say, I don't really got much else going on here for the show. Um, it is uh, now twenty after midnight because we got a little late start. We got distracted by fail videos and then. I was looking up something and Jared got distracted then by Karen videos. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Which he will probably go back to. 
May I also add, and I understand that they're not equipped for it, but I just saw that Texas is expecting more winter weather. Can I add how delicious I find it that the South gets like an inch of snow and shuts down and they shut down. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, like nothing happens. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but uh, a guy that used to work for us, um, he moved to Atlanta years back and they had like a dusting and the whole city was at a standstill and he was like zipping through traffic and he got pulled over. Um, cause he was driving recklessly, even though it's normal up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cop was really pissed off until he saw his license that was still Ohio. And he goes, Oh, well, I'm sure this dusting is nothing for you. Just slow it down and be a little bit more careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that'll be it for this episode, buddy. Yeah. As per usual, we will plug all our things, like our website, 12packpodcast.com. Um, our Twitter, at 12 underscore pack underscore pod. Uh, Jared's Twitter, at Shoeless Jared. Mm-hmm. My Twitter, at the AJ Punk. Do you ever sometimes <laughs> just, like, let your junk hang over your waistband just because you feel bad that it's in the dark all day? You bring the balls out too? Yeah, of course. You gotta okay. let you gotta let the whole gang out. There have been times, and I don't know what this says about me, and I don't know if people are gonna judge me for it. Like I'll pull my pants up after taking a piss, and like it's just dangling there, and I don't, I don't, I don't tuck it in right away. Yeah, I just feel bad sometimes, you know. Yeah, it's like it's just down there. I'm out here seeing the world, and it's just seeing nothing but fucking underwear. Yeah. And he's just sweating all the time. Like, I just, I just find it's a very unfair life for him. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Oh, I'm I, I look forward to the next one that I have. I get texted tomorrow. Um, well, that was a legitimate text. I was going to send you earlier this afternoon. <laughs> and, uh, and I just didn't. Hey, well, I was, we got, I thought of, I thought about it while I was driving. Beautiful. Um, so where was I? Uh, Twitter's right. Uh, I know you mentioned my Twitter. That's yeah. Say, uh, his Twitter's at shoeless Jared. I'm at the AJ punk. The show's at 12 underscore pack underscore podcast. Um, we are available where all of you or where all of your podcasts can be found. Uh, make sure to check Jared out on Twitch. I'm sure we're going to get, um, I think dad, I think tuna is cause he got a new computer I think Tuna's going to download Among Us. And, and we can get Tuna in the Among Us stream Ooh, that we that keep talking fun. about and not setting up. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, it'll be twitch.tv backslash Shoeless Renegade. Also Shoeless Renegade on YouTube's. Um, yeah. And I know last week I said that I was going to stream more and I didn't stream at all because it sucked. I'm not going to make promises I can't keep anymore. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try because I miss streaming. He's going to give you his so, best shot. I'm going to give him my best shot. This past week was garbage, hot garbage. So I'm going to try. He is going to, in fact, hit you with his best shot. Best shot. Um, yeah. So 
If you've been with us since the beginning, thank you. We appreciate you and we love you. If you are new and this is your very first episode, welcome to that small snippet there at the end of our lives and thought processes. And by ours, I mean Jared's that I get to experience every day. Uh, We hope you stick around. We hope you enjoy the show. Um, With that being said, as always, friends, we will talk to you all in the future. Goodbye. You ever wonder why reindeer are called reindeer? Like, do they make it rain?